Pre-recorded in the COVID-19 shutdown world of the United States of America and Chicago and Las Vegas and in New York and all kinds of places all across the United States, this is the Bug House Podcast. Welcome to the podcast. This is Don Hall, co-editor of LiterateApe.com, and uh, David Himmel, also the co-editor of LiterateApe.com. And we decided that you know we're we're not able to do our live shows, our live bug house shows, and uh, we tried to do a little video thing that didn't really work out the way we thought it would. But we have a podcast, and we have lots and lots of people on our roster, people that like to write and argue, and so we decided that we would do some uh, micro podcasts of specific debates that we've assigned to people. Now, the rules of the thumb, just so you are aware, the rules of thumb are everybody is assigned a topic and decide whether they like it or not. They have seven minutes to, and in this case, seven minutes to record an argument that is persuasive. We will present both pieces and let you make the decision. Um, Nobody's winning anything because you're not here in person, but we figured, hey, we still have to argue about stuff, so let's do some more substantive, persuasive argument that is not personal and not shitty. Let's do that. So, today's uh, episode is David Himmel and I. Um, he is living in Chicago. He came from Las Vegas, but now he's back in Chicago. He's been in Chicago. I came from Chicago and now live in Las Vegas. And so we are going to argue the merits of which is the better city, Chicago, or Las Vegas. And since I'm doing the editing, um, we're going to let David Himmel, who is uh, in Chicago right now, we're going to let him launch off with his Chicago is the best city in the world argument. I will not besmirch my former home. I lived in Las Vegas for 10 years. And I hated the first one and a half. Now, hate is a strong word, which is why I choose to use it. Because I was miserable. I hated that Las Vegas had no culture, no history. That at 18 years old, I was leered at every time I entered a casino, unless it was through the employee entrance when I arrived for work. I called Las Vegas the land of dust and bad drainage systems. Because that's what it was. But then I matured a bit. I stopped complaining and came to see Las Vegas for what it really was. Las Vegas. Its own kind of place, thriving where it shouldn't, but thriving exactly the way it should. There is no town like Las Vegas, both in culture and proximity. I mean, you're 30 minutes from a lake or 30 minutes from a snowy mountain. Three hours to the ocean, four hours to Mexico, two hours to the Grand Canyon... 12 hours to Reno, but why the fuck would anyone want to go to Reno other than to kill themselves in the saddest place possible? In the decade I lived in Las Vegas, I came to appreciate it, like it, and then love it. And I still love it. Las Vegas is an amazing town, but it's no Chicago. Chicago is America. 
It doesn't give a fuck. Chicago is unforgiving and void of all care, really, much like your God and the universe. Chicago is who we are as Americans. It lives its truth regardless of what you think. Meanwhile, Las Vegas is a crowd pleaser. A pushover. When trends change, Las Vegas changes. Mob to family, to LA elite, to the uber-rich who made it through the Great Recession unscathed, to the carnival for all. In Las Vegas, there's a place for everyone. It might be a bit lonely among all the gated communities and cinder block walls within, but everyone can find a way in Las Vegas. And that's part of what makes it great. But Chicago? You gotta prove your shit. It's unforgiving and unfriendly. Fuck Midwestern values. Chicago elected Rahm Emanuel twice. The Dailies 176 times between the two of them. Chicago welcomed the Ricketts family, a family that supports Trump bigly with open arms to gentrify the whitest neighborhood in the world, Wrigleyville. And shame on Chicago. But without Chicago, there would be no Las Vegas. The Chicago outfit built that city. There's Chicago DNA in Las Vegas, but the Meadows resembles the Windy City about as much as any of you resemble that ancestor that lets you claim 118th of Native American blood. Look, running, run with scissors. You ain't, you ain't nothing like Chicago. Consider what Chicago has given the world. The Ferris wheel. Carl Sandburg, Goose Island Beer, Michael Jordan, subsequently the NBA of today, Nelson Algren, Jazz, which I think sucks, but Don Hall likes it, the Blues, which I think sucks less than Jazz, but some people like it, the Midwest punk scene, the Midwest emo scene, Chance the Rapper, Kanye's first three albums, America's first serial killer, the 1968 Democratic Convention, the JFK presidency, a Frank Sinatra song, the tallest building in the world for 25 years, the only Rust Belt city with a lakefront you can use most of, Harry Carey, which meant a running gag for Will Ferrell on SNL that he used during his, uh, as his first impression during his audition, a manual of style that the writer nerds will appreciate. The second city in all the entertainment brilliance and, yeah, a lot of shitty improv, but Bill Murray and Tina Fey make up for that now, don't they? The tastiest way to eat a disgusting hot dog, the plot point in Field of Dreams, Gino's East Pizza, Mike Royko, 16-inch softball, Chicago, the band. Yeah. And that's barely scratching the surface. Now let's consider what Las Vegas has given the world. The killers. <laughs> Panic at the disco. Guy Fieri, Jimmy Kimmel, the place where Tupac was killed. 24 hours to drink yourself stupid, happy, sad, or smart. But then again, there's New Orleans for that. Lynn, the first stripper to give me a lap dance. A place for the Mormons to make their stand. Hunter Thompson's second best account of things. When I lived in Las Vegas, I romanticized Chicago to the point of pathetic exhaustion. Chicago was a real city. That's bullshit, of course, because Las Vegas is and has always been a real city. But I aggrandized Chicago because it had four seasons and useful public transportation and affordable cabs and museums and buildings that were old? Does that make a city? No. Shame on me. Because Las Vegas has its museums. Some of the best are way out in the desert. And though it has a tendency to implode its old buildings, those implosions are part of the history. Where were you when the original Aladdin came down? Or the sands? Or the stardust? Those moments are as important as where you were when the Cubs won the World Series. 
or when the Dave Matthews Band dumped 800 pounds of shit on an unsuspecting architecture tour boat beneath the Kinsey Street Bridge, or when Jesse Smollett played pretend. Chicago is that toddling town. Chicago is the city of broad shoulders. Chicago is the major hub for railways and, and airways and, and carways. It's a lake, looks like a flaccid cock. But lake Michigan can be the gateway to the world. Ticket to the rivers or up through the Great, lake, the Great Lakes and ultimately into the oceans and gulfs we all share. And I hate to bring this up, though I must, in comparison to Las Vegas, Chicago... Chicago is the creator, Las Vegas, the consumer, Chicago, the working man, Las Vegas, the white-collar dip making money on someone else's work. During this pandemic, the majority of Las Vegas' health relies on other people coming there. Las Vegas needs rubes from Sandusky, Taiwan, Sioux Falls, Tokyo, Boise, Sydney to stay alive. Chicago benefits from its tourism, but when the chips are down and the cow is kicked over the lantern and Bartman has grabbed that would-be foul ball, Chicago needs only its citizens and the masses of suburbanites that tell you they're from Chicago when they, when they visit Las Vegas. <laughs> Chicago don't need nobody but Chicago. We'd be a far worse planet and country if we lost Las Vegas, but we'd be without our North Star of true Americanism, corruption, pride, and ingenuity without Chicago. Gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. They're all living the devil may care. And I am just a devil with no despair. So beaver Las Vegas. It has been said that that which doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I submit that often that which doesn't kill you leaves you crippled and damaged. You may survive a landmine and lose your legs, but that hardly leaves you stronger. You can live with diabetes, but added strength is not one of the side effects. No one with one of those you know, tracheotomy buzzer voice boxes is going to claim, This makes me feel like Superman. Facts. Chicago has exactly nine nice days weather-wise per year, and only four are in the summer. The other five could happen at any time of year randomly. Las Vegas has two months of really hot weather and nine months of sunny with a side of 75 degrees. I once met a man on a street. He was sitting alone but had an air of superiority about him, surveying the passers-by as if he knew something they did not. All at once, he pulled a three-pound ball-peen hammer out of his bag and proceeded to hit himself in the temple five or six times. The impact was loud enough to sound like a grown man slapping a thick, uncooked steak. Whoa! What are you doing, Jesus? Why are you hitting yourself in the head with that fucking hammer, I cried. After a moment of dull unfocused stupor he shook his head and put the hammer away don't worry he slurred i'm from chicago and we can willingly take unnecessary punishment from the brutal winners the potholes the rats and bounce back like it was nothing 
He reached into his bag and pulled out a can of lighter fluid and a box of wooden matches. You want to light my foot on fire? I can fucking take it. I'm from Chicago. Facts. Chicago has approximately 80,000 homeless people. Around 5% die each year during the winter months. Las Vegas has approximately 14,000 homeless. Around 5% get a tan in the winter. Walking down the street one night, I realized two things. I'm horny and I have $300 in cash. I approached two ladies of the night, one named Chicago, the other Vegas. Now, Chicago is dressed in a nice shirt, pretty blouse, and sensible shoes. Just enough to make up to, make up to highlight her features, but nothing garish. She offers a date. She requires a meal at a nice restaurant, drinks in a nice tavern, and if I'm her type... I might get laid. For this, she asks me to Venmo her $300. She prefers to be referred to as an escort. Vegas is dressed like a stripper. Sparkly tube top, pink wig, a faux leather miniskirt, enough makeup to put Sephora out of business. She'll take $300 for the whole night in bed, and I don't even have to make small talk. No artifice, straight cash. Facts. Chicago taxes everything imaginable parking cigarettes booze now weed it is in the forbes list of the top three cities in the united states with the highest per capita taxes las vegas has no state tax at all and with its low sales tax it is among the top three cities in forbes in the united states with the lowest per capita taxes Chicago is a guy proud that his trump-supported baseball team has won the world series once in a hundred years Las Vegas is a guy dressed like Elvis Presley singing Frank Sinatra songs in a piano bar with a tiki theme. Chicago is the woman with a broken nose and a chunk of concrete on her shoulder complaining that she's not second to the woman eating that big apple and trying to be pleased that she is the birthplace of both trickle-down economics and America's first recorded serial killer. Las Vegas is the woman in the four-foot beaded and feathered headdress and pasties having a breakfast buffet at 3 a.m. flanked by a dude who lost his house to craps and the guy who just hit a $45,000 jackpot on a $3 bet on a Buffalo slot machine in a place called the Silver Nugget. A guy wakes up in Chicago and stares out of his window. He sees a gray, cloudy sky and massive man-made skyscrapers named for corporations. His best hope of experiencing nature is at Lake Michigan, which he has to drive 90 minutes to Michigan to actually enjoy. A guy wakes up in Las Vegas and stares out of his window. He sees a bright, sunny morning and nature-made mountains in every direction. A short drive takes him to the Grand Canyon, Death Valley, Red Rock National Park, and mountains he can ski on should he choose to endure snow. Hey, I came to Chicago in 1989, fresh out of college, and lived there for 30 years. I love Chicago. I love my mom, too, but I don't want to live in her basement. If I wind up broke, well, I'll always remember that I had a swing in time. I'm gonna give it everything I've got. Lady, look, please let the dice stay hot. Let me shoot a seven with every shot. Beaver!
And that is Bug House, uh, the podcast. Those are the two arguments, Chicago versus Las Vegas. If you go online, you want to leave us a message, you can go to literateape.com. You can go to our Facebook page. Please follow us. And then if you want to you know, make note on that and tell us who you actually thought won this debate, uh, we'll figure something out uh, that we'll give each other. Um, probably not a hand job, but I just, you know, just some something like, you know, here's a compliment whatever thank you so much for listening to the bug house podcast we want to do a big quick shout out to our live venues in both chicago and las vegas they are closed right now but once they open we'll be right back in chicago it's the haymarket pub and brewery and in las vegas it is the bunkhouse saloon we love those guys we're very excited that they let us continue to do our show and once we are out of the covid19 uh, pandemic in its hardcore you know, we flatten the curve, whatever we got to do. We will be back on the stage live in both locations. Thanks for listening. And we hope you subscribe and give us maybe a review. Thanks. Bye.